Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Asia Town Voice. Asia Town Voice is an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We're on every Sunday from 7 to 8 p.m. This hour-long program provides you with an inside look at the Asian American and Pacific Islander Americans' community, culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. My name is Yin Tang, and my host name is Bossy Lady, courtesy of DJ Alexicon. Bossy Lady. <laughs> and Johnny Wu, the ghost host. Um, the ghost host today will not be joining us on air. It will just be DJ Alexicon and myself. And our special guest today is Ann Zhao. Oh, hi. <laughs> and DJ Alexicon will be co-hosting in this studio with and us today. This is DJ Alexicon. Just like LeBron, I came home to MDI again after being out for a month. Woo! <laughs> Are you trying to say you're also the king? No. <laughs> king Just Alex? The prince. <laughs> prince it doesn't Alex. rhyme. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Well, King James doesn't rhyme either. I know. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> anyway, hmm. um, since DJ Lexicon is back in the studio, we're going to start off with an old tradition, which is Impressions of the Week. Impressions of the Week. My impression is pretty simple. Since I've been gone actually in training with WJCU, and the reason I was live alone was to get some some more training time running the boards in the future so that um, we can run the studio alone. And I could say that it's pretty uh, pretty exciting. I am pretty well trained now. I made a lot of mistakes in the studio because it's really different when you're being trained and then you're in front of it and then you kind of get frozen and confused and then there's there couldn't be any dead time. There were several times where, you know, a music stopped and I was listening to the music, enjoying it, and I forgot that I have to cue another <laughs> music or talk something. Or my guests were talking, their mic was not on, I was the only one talking. Oh <laughs> so, my goodness. I know. So, you know, we get those kinks out. And there, uh, last week, my first caller came in, and after they hung up the phone, I couldn't hang up the phone because there's a specific button. So there's, like, people calling, and there's, like, because I didn't uh, drop the... Uh, drop the call. Oh my! So that is definitely some training stories, right? Yeah. There. So when you and Johnny go to the studio, it would be all smooth and polished. Well, thank you very much for being the one to be our guinea pig. That's right. That's right. So that's my impression. Okay. So my impression is that um, I don't have one, and sometimes it's great just to be. There we go. No impression. Not no. even on your writing experience. Well, I, I'm not ready to talk about that. Just not yet, yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, okay. Well, I guess since you brought it up to not confuse just talk the about your inspiration. Don't have to talk about the story. My inspiration. Yeah. Okay. Like well, why are why are you suddenly in a writing mood? Okay. Well, actually, the the correct way of saying it is as I've had writer's block for about seven years. Seven Ooh. years. So I haven't been able to write for a while. Um, and it started with a fortune cookie fortune. And it said, um, a book should be a ball of light in the reader's hands. And then, of course, my placeholder title for the books was Ball of Light. And they were oh. like, nah, that sounds too cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been unblocked. I've been unblocked. Oh, and yeah. in about a month and five days, I wrote three books. Hmm. They take about three and a half hours to read if you're a decent speed reader. It took my brother almost five hours to read one. So <laughs> What are you telling about Eddie then? Nothing. He <laughs> okay, likes to right. take his time and read Some people things. are slow readers. You know, we want to enjoy and absorb each word with a dictionary in the right hand. 
(laughs) Well, I promise I will uh, be back on air talking about it later. I am currently editing book one, and I am at chapter 11. There's 23 chapters in book one. But today we're not here to talk about me. No. Today we're here to talk about Anne. That's right. And the reason she's here is because she's a very innovative young entrepreneur, and she created an app for smartphones. Can yes. you, um, before we get into that, tell us a little bit about your background. You're a very young lady. Um, you finished college recently, right? Uh, yeah, I um, finished college in 2010. I graduated from Duke and then went out to L.A. to work in entertainment awesome. and media for a while. Mm. So, Is it Blue yeah. Devils? Um, yes, Blue Devils. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Christian Slater. But you're originally from <laughs> Cleveland, right? Yep, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Beachwood High School. Pretty much have lived in Cleveland for like the last um, nice. 20 years, except for the hiatus from right. college. So and, we do have a yeah. local... Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I was like... Where is she from? Well, what? <laughs> You're like, you've never met her before. No, no. <laughs> well, she's been gone for the last, what, eight years? Uh, About eight years? Yeah, I wow. guess. Yeah. Eight years. So wow. uh, what did you do when you were in out, uh, out in L.A.? Um, so I started um, with an internship at Overbrook Entertainment, which is uh, Will Smith's uh, production company. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, and then um, and then so I stayed there over the summer um, and moved there in the fall without a job, just straight up moved to LA and was like, That's, I'm just gonna go for it. You know, and, um, if you have a dream, do it. I have a lot of actress friends and actors who. We're planning. To, I have a uh, one actress friend who's planning to move to LA. She she's got a few movies under her belt. She's she's a writer. Oh, that's she awesome. even had Eric Roberts come to Cleveland for a few scenes for her films. Wow. wow. So and she, I think she thought she thinks that if she stays here, she's not gonna. I mean, although yeah. I mean, isn't um isn't Cleveland becoming a lot more of a entertainment scene? Yeah, but I think the opportunities are bigger in LA, right? Yeah, it is an interesting process. I mean, I think anyone mm, out there in L.A., you have to be there. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the reasons why you can't get a job unless you have an L.A. address, unless you have an L.A., um, you know, phone number, and you kind of have to build up that network before you get there. And that's Mm -hmm. where you build your resume. Yeah. So then I worked for Creative Artists Agency. CAA. Um, Yeah, yeah. And then... um, Went on to uh, work for Southpaw Entertainment and then was uh, briefly an assistant for um, uh, Stephen Gyllenhaal, who is Jake Gyllenhaal's dad. No way! And I see legendary pictures here. Yes, and legendary pictures. uh, They have a lot of good films, I know. Did you get to meet them, Jake or Maggie? Um, (laughs) I uh, briefly got to um, see Jake... But um, you have a book I am fangirling. Do you yes. have a book of our in, of uh, pictures with autographs? No, <laughs> no. You know, that's like the, the, the uh. funny thing about working in entertainment is that you can't act, like you can't be the fangirl. Yeah, really. you gotta you be like have oh. to be a little bit professional. Yeah. You kind of freak out like behind the scenes, and then when they see you, you're like, yes, yes. calm, collected. Calm. Yes, <laughs> Mr. Gallenhall, this way, please. Right, glad you're here, Gallenhall. <laughs> And don't forget, his sister is wonderfully talented, too. Yeah. Maggie. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. I like her in some of her films. Mm-hmm. Some of her films? She was only in Batman. I mean, hello. No, uh-uh. <laughs> she's got this um, artsy film that has a lot of on this film. But what there's a movie called The Secretary with... Um, oh, yeah, that was so... That was, like, one of her first, right? Yes, yes. Oh, she acted yeah. very well. There's a lot of nudity, but the, she... The it was a good. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'll have to check that out. Wow. See? 
<laughs> well, I, I was introduced to them in Donnie Darko, and that's one, I one of them. I love Donnie Darko. Isn't Donnie great? Darko yeah. is awesome. It's a great movie. It's, Mad World was like the perfect song for that. So where movie. does uh, yeah. your degree in economics come in, come into play here? Right. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's surprising because um, people don't realize how commercialized Hollywood is. Um, it's actually extremely corporate when you start on the agency side, and it's really useful to kind of have like that business knowledge and at mm. least like some semblance or of knowledge for with Excel or like memos and um, oh, just like putting together projects definitely does take that sort of like economic side. Um, yeah, but I also uh, got a certificate in film and worked or had like a film video digital background as well there so where did you get the certificate in duke also or? yep yeah oh really um I talk actually... about uh, some more of that because mm -hmm. some of our listeners might be interested young listeners and mm -hmm. they might be curious as how the, you got the certificate yeah so um that uh there was like a film video digital program at duke but i think they changed it now to be a little bit more liberal arts and educational focused but at the time we um could do a study abroad in quotes kind of program in LA. So for one semester, I just went out there, took classes at USC, um, did all of like the introdu or introduction classes there and also did the Overbrook internship. So it was like a great way to just kind of like hit the ground running and actually start your networking before you even graduate. Um, awesome. Yeah. And that was like probably one of the most helpful internships just because like when I moved out there, I ended up being friends with a lot of the people that still work there and they connected me with um, CAA and wow. uh, all of like the agencies out there. Hmm. Yeah. And then you get a certificate too at the end of it. Yep. Yeah. Pretty awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is like a super. Bonus. Very interesting. So are you bringing a lot of the LA experience to Cleveland because Cleveland is kind of growing as, as the next... I don't want to say like movie scene, but there has mm -hmm. been a lot of big budget movies that have been in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Currently planned. And planned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think like actually what was more helpful was that I worked in interactive a little bit at Legendary. They had kind of like a two part program where it was like you could do film production and development, script development. And then you could also do sort of like their interactive part where they were kind of getting into like games and apps and stuff like that. And so, or new media, they called it. And so I think I took most of that experience back to Cleveland and I still really love entertainment and film and TV and everything, but um, definitely kind of just like moved away from that like the last couple of years. So, mm. yeah. And uh, this will round us to the next point of our conversation. You are currently or you have already released an app called... Presto? Or yes. Is it, is it Prez2? I can't. Presto. Presto. <laughs> yeah, Presto. you know, actually, when we came up with the name, um, we wanted it both to sound kind of like Presto, you know, it's really fast, and then also Prez2, which is like giving a present mm -hmm. to someone. That's and what so, I thought, yeah. Oh, yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah, so um, both work. I mean, I think I tend to say Presto, but like, um, you know, you have some flexibility with that. That's pretty cool. So you are, are you, did you do this independently by yourself, or did you do this with some friends as well um i worked with a team of um like my programmer who's also based in cleveland and wow. then um i had a mentor who um kind of like talked me through the 
like how to start a business and um, I feel like I involve my friends so often um, okay. because by like talking to them, my best friend Emily always like was kind of my sounding board. Um, so yeah, definitely um, started it with other people, not just myself. I don't code. So <laughs> yeah, um, I was curious. I thought you were also the programmer of the app. So you have a team, a creative team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about this app. Yeah. Uh, so basically I came up with it because um, I tend to run late to meetings, kind of like how I did today. Oh. <laughs> um, so um, yeah. And I just like every time I did that, I felt really guilty myself. And so I was like this one time I was kind of like stuck in traffic and I was like, I don't want to text someone. Sorry, because I know it doesn't mean anything after like 30 minutes of waiting. Aww. And I was like, oh, I wish I could just like, you know, teleport them a coffee so that they're not they completely. I think Alex, <laughs> DJ Alexica needs this app. <laughs> I needed this year He's, um, during uh, meetings, a performance committee meetings. I'll buy these people some coffee <laughs> right? to calm them down. To calm them down. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, well, at least they got the free food, and like they're at least not hungry. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of where the idea came from. Um, but you know, like it's it kind of like spans across like other use case scenarios too. So like, um, what if like your boyfriend or friend is gone for the weekend and can't like celebrate your birthday? It might appease you a little more if they're able to like buy you a drink on your Aww. birthday. I like you know? this. So, it's an nice. appeasement app. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of married couples could use this app. What is this that you say, DJ Lexicon? You always run on Filipino time. On Filipino. Is that time. <laughs> what does yeah. that mean? <laughs> this this app will crush the tradition. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> Filipino time is when someone says, "Oh, uh, my party's at five p.m. and you have to show up at five thirty or 6. <laughs> yes. Because sometimes people get disappointed <laughs> if you show up at five and they're still trying to. You know, I get disappointed whenever people show up early yeah. <laughs> because I'm still, you know. Really? <laughs> yeah, because it's like the assumption that people will come at six. I invite them at five. You want the event at 7, invite them at 6. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, I feel like that's true about Asian parties a lot of the time. But there, is some, but there are some Filipinos who's losing the tradition because oh, at no. a Filipino event last um, weekend that I was the official photographer, there was someone who was there 30 minutes before. Oh, my there, God. When I got there to set up my photographer, they're like sitting there like, what are they doing there? <laughs> <laughs> Were they by themselves? No, it's a couple. So oh, Filipino. Okay. I would understand if the other half is like American and the other half is Filipino, but this is a pure Filipino couple. They're half an wow. hour. <laughs> and then I was informed, yeah, that couple is always early. <laughs> well, you mean on time, not really. On time, on time. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I, I can see it both ways. I know a lot of Asian families who always run behind a little bit, but then they're the ones who are always punctual. Yeah. Um, I used to be the one who was always late, but I've grown very punctual over time. So yeah, I same here. <laughs> well, more punctual than punctual than I used to be. Well, I mean, so. it's, it's around rush hour, so we always expect people to be a little bit late. So I think you were still on time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm really curious though about the logo for Presto. Mm -hmm. It's a little white bunny rabbit. Yeah, yeah. we've been talking about that. Yeah. There were bunny rabbit candies. I remember growing mm -hmm. up. Like those are good. The white rabbit. Candy. Oh, yeah, white yeah. rabbit candies. I did love those. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um no, it actually kind of came from um this idea of like Presto, you know, like you oh. it's like pulling a rabbit out of the hat. Um I kind see. of like, like ma a little bit magical, but I also tend I also have um 
a pet bunny named Lucky. Aww. He looks like that, so. <laughs> you want to know the funny story? Mm-hmm. I gave Lucky to somebody yes. else, and they he ended really? up giving it to you. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I, I remember that. It was, like, a long time ago, but you, yeah. yeah. He was a Himalayan rabbit yes. with, like, red eyes and a yeah. little brown nose and a brown tail. Oh, he was so cute. How yes. did he taste? Oh, Shame man. on you. <laughs> hmm. yeah, I had to give him away because I was moving into an apartment that didn't allow any pets. So yeah, and then my parents didn't want to look after him. So I was like, oh, he's still doing really well. He's still alive. Yeah. Are you oh, kidding? Man. Yeah. You know, like um, his sister passed away because she really? went to a different home. Oh. And she passed away many years ago, like seven, eight years ago. So. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's old. I he think won't he's be like, tender uh, anymore. He's what like. <laughs> He's close to 10 years old now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I know they were both like just under one year old when I got them. Uh-huh. Wow. That's amazing. Good does for he, him. Does he hop with a cane now? Uh-huh. <laughs> He's still actually pretty lively. I don't really? know. Yeah. We just, uh, um, I guess it's that Timothy Hay that we feed him. Yeah. Yeah. He, he likes to chew on cloth too. Like he's chewed through a lot of my t-shirts. But... <laughs> I let him in my hampers, so that's my fault. So yeah. <laughs> I don't. You probably don't let him in your hampers. So. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm yeah. really glad to hear that he's doing well. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, um, the rabbit you abandoned. Is that what you're? <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving DJ Lexicon his evil look, evil eyes. <laughs> yes, I'm definitely witnessing the sparks fly here. <laughs> it's anti-spark this glass. Yeah. <laughs> yes, DJ Lexicon is behind the anti-spark glass. He's in the other room. So. <laughs> Um, so what kind of, uh, um, companies, uh, are with Presto? Like, I'm assuming they're like Starbucks, um, Coco Bakery probably. Mm-hmm. Um, how does the, yeah, how does the app work? So we just, um, you know, like launched it at Mitchell's Ice Cream in Ohio yes. City two mm, weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have, um, so we've gotten letters of intent from 103 locations in the area. And yeah, it's uh, the Boba Place. Um, yeah, Coco Bakery. Yes, yeah. Coco. <laughs> Boba, Boba Bakery. Place. The Boba yeah. Place. <laughs> well, they're everywhere in LA, so I, I we have only any, have one. <laughs> I did have a Boba Tea last Monday they're, they're from really Coco. Yeah, so um, they also signed a letter of intent and so um, we're probably going to just like update them and make sure that they know it's available and everything. But um, we've onboarded in the last two weeks um, nine merchants. So Mitchell's Ice Cream, um, Got Yogurt, Sweetie Fry, um, which is in on Cedar Lee, Chutney Rolls, which is by Oh, Case. Chutney Rolls, yes. Yeah. And then... Um, what are some of the oh poor Cleveland Coffee, which is downtown in Rising Ooh. Star Coffee? On oh, the Rising West Star, side. yes. Yeah. yeah, they're great. So you should definitely go to them. And what's you know, a letter of intent? Um, it's basically just like uh, before we actually had the app made. So very early on, when we were sort of like developing the business model. Um, <laughs> A lot of like what you have to do is kind of go out and talk to your customers and talk to all these like merchants to make sure that this is like a product that they're interested in or not interested in like um, kind of like it's you know easy to kind of like explain to them the idea and then so that's kind of what I did a lot which is just go out <laughs> with like a mock-up um, and be like is this a product that you're interested in and a lot some people said no but most of the merchants like loved it so they were like, yes, on yeah. board. Let me sign up right now. And Do you so have any it, letter of intent from uh, Liwa and East 30th Cafe? No, I haven't yet. Because that's where we have our meetings. I need that. 
I need them to be in this app. Because he's always late. I yes, have okay. a vested interest in you signing those two locations. Okay, yes. No, absolutely. Like, I'd love to just kind of... Sometimes the hardest thing about talking to merchants is actually um, not having that conversation with them, but it's actually, like, just finding them and tracking them down. The owners. Yeah. 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 Sometimes you just... It's so I hard agree. to just, like, run into them. So, I, I mean, I probably went to, like, 200 places um, just to do that. So, um, That's yeah. the business and, part of it, right? Yeah. Don't you have a... You can use your sister to have to track them down. <laughs> and excuse me, sir. Someone needs to talk to you. <laughs> and the reason DJ Luxa mentioned that is because Anne's sister is sitting in studio with us as well. So. Right. <laughs> Observing yes. like yes. a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be probably next generation Presto app creators. <laughs> is, she, is she a computer science? What's she uh, majoring in? Uh, no, no, no. She's still in high school. Oh, that's yeah. uh, <laughs> e even better to start programming early because she can be in yeah, your payroll. Well, she's actually, <laughs> right, she's actually kind of um, helping me a little bit with social media right now. Yes, um, yes. You know, she has a great Tumblr site, which gets, you know, a lot of notes and <laughs> She's viewers. embarrassed now. Yeah, she's yeah. embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> well, back no. to Presto or Pres2. Pres2. Pres2, uh, like you present to um, a friend. Does your friend have to have a Presto account to be able to receive the gift? Or can you just do it like a, a text, like texting a coupon? Right. So right now, um, you need to have the app in order to actually get the gift. Mm -hmm. But that's definitely what we're working on pretty much like today I met with my programmer and we're like okay we got to get rid of this friend request thing yeah <laughs> um, so yeah the next step is to kind of make sure every um, phone can receive that gift and uh, they can go up to any merchant and redeem it That's um, so cool. and then also the next step is also to get it on Android so that Android users can also send yes, a gift yes we have a few Android users here <laughs> Uh, That's okay. I already have it. <laughs> I have an iPhone. It's so very important it. that this yes. app is ready to go in May of 2015 or January to May of 2015. Because that's yeah. when he has meetings. I need this app desperately at those times. Well, he will be the greatest so funder. Self-interested, <laughs> self but yes. I like that. I like that. <laughs> uh, and it's a free app too, right? Yep. It's um, free for both merchants and for users. Um, the thing is, every time that you're um, buying, let's say, a $3 coffee, you get charged $3.50 as a gift giver. It's sort of like the emergency instant delivery fee, you know? Got it. Um, and then, but it's not very much if you think about it. You can't get much for 50 cents these days, but mm -hmm. you can give your, you know, friend a cup of coffee. And then, um, yeah, so aside from that, that's pretty much the only cost on the consumer side. That's really awesome. Mm -hmm. I like it. Can't wait to use it. Well, <laughs> can't wait for the Android version yeah. to come yes. out. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we'll get that um, in the next couple of months. Good, because my husband always runs late and he has an Android. So uh, <laughs> yes. I'm going to be waiting for these gifts. He <laughs> will be there one hour early. I know, I'll be, like, I'll be like, look at your watch, honey. <laughs> I want are you? <laughs> But anyway, we're reaching the middle of our um, radio hour, so we're going to take a break and do DJ Alexicon's Corner. That's right. And during this break, we will hear um, Gimme Chocolate by the Japanese band Baby Metal. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, that's right.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, and we are back with Asia Town Voice. We're an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We're on every Sunday from 7 to 8 p.m. This hour-long program provides you with an inside look at the Asian American and Pacific Islander Americans' community, culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. We are volunteer-based, and we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. My name is Yin Tang. I am the Bossy Lady host, and with me today is DJ Alexicon. Whoop, whoop. And our special guest today is Ms. Ann Zhao, and she is here talking about her new free app called Presto. That's spelled P-R-E-Z-T-O. And a quick summary of the earlier half of the hour. Um, this app is for people to give small gifts. Whether they're running behind, stuck in traffic, they can uh, quickly text the gift to their friend. Uh, for free coffee or free drink, or if it's if you're out of town and you have a significant other who's celebrating uh, a special day, you can send them a gift as well without having to be there. So, or if you're fashionably late, like some people are. Some people, as it you. can be, <laughs> <laughs> can be very useful for meetings and you know anything free is good. So. So when we were talking to Anne before the show, she mentioned it took her about a year and a half to visit all of these vendors and all of these businesses to try to get letters of intent from them. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned you talked to probably about 200 different uh, uh, businesses. Yeah, or at least like went to 200 businesses. Some of them, you know, like I couldn't find the owner or like mm -hmm. just could never get in touch with them. And then a couple weren't, you know, like wasn't like, or we're like, oh, this might not be something, or come back when you have the app. So, yeah. <laughs> they want so. to see it, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's always tough. That's always tough. Now, did you use any programs like Kickstarter? Um, no, not yet. Um, we got our first um, piece of funding from uh, Launch House, which is run out of uh, Shaker Heights. Um, they give $20,000 for 6% equity in your program wow. um, or in your company. That sounds and so, so um, yeah, for a startup, I mean, that's pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so with that, they connect you with mentors and, um, you know, like, uh, interns or people that could help, uh, give you your company value and stuff. And so, um, yeah, we started with them. They had a demo day, which were, to, or which was presented in front of all of these, um, investors and all the, all the kind of like entrepreneurial network, um, in Cleveland. And then, so we completed a demo for that. And then, um, we applied for Glide, which is um, the innovation fund out in Lorraine County, and um, received $25,000 from them in wow. order to finish the product. That's great. Um, yeah. So there's like a good community of like entrepreneurs in Cleveland that's growing. That's really awesome. Yeah. Um, how big is your developer team? So um, I work with my programmer who um, kind of like leads a team of around five programmers internationally. Oh, cool. Yeah. So um, kind of like it's like whenever we need, you know, someone who knows like C Sharp or mm -hmm. um, another programming language, he kind of pulls them together and is able to have them kind of work in tandem on the project. On the technical side, um, what languages do you use? 
Um, it's a little beyond my scope, <laughs> but um, because I you mentioned that... you mentioned she C sharp, but uh-huh. this isn't. Um, I mean, He's you're writing programmer. it for iOS. <laughs> <laughs> you're writing it for iOS, so I assume you have uh, Apple SDK. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like um, I I feel like. A, my programmer would probably answer that question better. Yeah. And if Ian's um, husband was here, he's got to have more oh questions. No. Than <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a programmer too. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be here for hours. Yeah, no, it would be funny if we just like put all of these programmers in a room and they kind of had like a nerd party. Yeah, talk, 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 talk. That's talk. right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> nerd party. <laughs> it's a festival, nerd festival. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, my next question is, uh, is this only based out of Cleveland or does it go as far as Akron or is it all across? the nation um right now our furthest merchant is in illyria mm-hmm. um but we plan on scaling through you know approaching um chain merchants mm-hmm. and kind of just um expanding nationwide eventually awesome yeah that's really cool mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so what made you choose duke yeah, um, why not Cleveland State or John Carroll University? Cleveland or... State versus Duke? Cleveland State is the best. Okay, Cleveland State is the best. Go but... Vikings. <laughs> Go Vikings. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like... Um, Besides having a 4.0 GPA. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, at the time, I started Duke as an engineer because mm-hmm. I applied oh. to their engineering school. Awesome. Um, awesome. And they Your were... Asian ancestors will be proud of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, they... but... <laughs> except I didn't, you know, I didn't end up taking the engineering route. Um, now that I have kind of like the, um, like from, I guess, like what's the word in retro- retrospect, mm-hmm. um, I kind of wish I took a computer science class and oh, yeah. like, did that because knowing now that I, I'm doing an app like that would have been great but I guess like why I chose Duke um, I really love Cleveland and Case Western um, I just like kind of chose Duke for um, basketball team yeah great, basket- <laughs> great basketball, basketball team. team yeah um, yeah it's great when you like get to tent for that game but um yeah, I think like when I visited, I just really love the campus. It's gorgeous. There's like parks everywhere. And um, yeah, and mostly for like the BME program, which I didn't end up uh, doing or like going through with, but there were an incredible, it's also kind of like a liberal arts um, institution. So um, I really love that part of it too. And yeah, so that's how was how the I chose uh, dorm it. food at Duke? Really? You can be honest. It was, it was not bad. I just want to find out what uh, upper echelon university dorm food is. Is <laughs> it as bad as food. Cleveland State University when I was there? Or is it a little <laughs> oh, bit better? Please. Because you're in college forever. No. Because so far, that... it's been bad all the time. From Princeton to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think like... I think maybe you just get sick of campus food. It's not bad, but it's like... I remember freshman year, we all had to uh, eat... On one can or on the freshman campus, you always had to go to that particular cafeteria. How's the mashed pota- to... How's the mashed potato and gravy in uh, Duke? Was it lumpy? <laughs> it was good. It was good. Was it lumpy or? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was good. But I kind of like uh, the Asian food selection wasn't all that awesome until yeah. like I found Grace's, which was like in Central Campus or something. So. There's an Asian restaurant there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. And they have bubble tea. <laughs> How many there flavors do they have at Duke? Many, from oh, taro good. to strawberry. Everything. Wow! Yeah, Almond? I like honeydew. 
Honeydew. Yeah, they have honeydew. Yeah. I don't know. I, I had mango last Mango's Monday good too, passion because fruit. they didn't have almond, but I, it's not almonds. It's not. Uh, I drank too I much almond milk in college. I'm kind of oh, having filled with almonds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like. Uh, um, I don't know. I like the uh, coffee flavored ones. Mm-hmm. The coffee's good too. Yeah. I've been steering more and more towards coffee. I'm definitely how, have how was that. your uh, application process to Duke? Just in case some of our listeners are interested. How did you go through that? Um, so let's see. I I didn't apply there early. So the regular application, I think they took the common app when I was there. And then also, um, also I think like had a, like a supplementary short answer section. Um, I didn't actually end up getting an interview um beforehand they just it was kind of like pretty standard where they just i submitted the application they obviously read it and then like in april they just accepted i remember when i found found out what a common app was because when i was applying for colleges all we had was dial up and i had to do the paper apps (laughs) (laughs) they didn't have common apps yet at the time yeah i'm not that old but (laughs) what about you dj lexicon what was your application process yeah mail and (laughs) well um this is interesting because when i went to cleveland state i came in as an international student so all i have to take is um tofel Test of English as a foreign language. Yeah. And the, uh, uh, well, I, I have to lift my bench here. The perfect score was 660, and I got 647 out of 660. And they thought I was going to the PhD program, and I said, <laughs> I'm just a freshman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they speak English in the Philippines, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, they do. So. They do. It's still hard. You know, I, I studied for six months preparing for that test because that's the only test uh, in, for foreign students. Hmm. Oh, so interesting. What was your GPA when you you went to Duke? Um, like at Duke or before that? Before, like your oh. senior. Um, well, I think because like the AP classes were worth more. Oh, really? So, yeah, I never oh. actually like did my GPA when it's not weighted. So interesting. Yeah, so it was like something something like above a four but that doesn't mean anything because you know if so you parents get like a, should still very be, impressive <laughs> yeah i know i know so parents should be encouraging their kids to take ap classes right because they can yes. graduate with a 5.0 oh yeah interesting yeah what ap classes did you take you um, think would have bearing on uh applications on any university um i think like i think it's just significant that you take many or like you challenge yourself with AP classes. So I think some of the colleges um, look at how many how many AP classes are offered at your school and how many you've taken out of those. So I mean, if they only offer four at a school and you've taken off four, that still looks pretty good because, you know, like they know that you've pushed yourself the furthest. Um, I think like maybe Beachwood offered around um, I'm not actually sure. Maybe like 12 AP classes. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, and then I I think I started taking it starting like AP stats during my sophomore year and then took maybe like 10 out of those 12 mm-hmm. or something. Wow. Yeah, wow, that's a lot. Yes, that's it is. a lot. <laughs> but I can't, I almost like can't remember back to that point. I'm like I, I think know. what so long I think ago. what those classes give you is the patience to to study them. 
you know i've been reading a lot and a lot of people say what what do we learn from these classes i think overall it teaches you how to be patient and learning something. it also saves you a lot of money so you don't have to take those classes exactly in college when they cost yeah. you money <laughs> that's why i took that because you'll forget yeah, it you anyway get, you get so much um college yeah, credit yeah it's, it's crazy i mean because the test is like 70 some dollars mm-hmm is it still okay? Good. Some, <laughs> I, I think it's something like that. Yeah, like seventy-five. It was when I took them. And Her then... sister should be taking notes about this discussion. <laughs> I'm sure she's already yeah. in AP classes. <laughs> I'm sure I like bore her with all these details all the time. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, now into a more fun portion. We ask mm-hmm. this to all of our guests. Oh yes. Would you like to do the honors? Uh yes. Um. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Anne. <laughs> yes. You forgot I love... her name. I, keep, Again. I have to edit that. There are times I forgot her name. <laughs> All right, so Anne, we always ask this exciting question. What food do you like and can you cook it for us? It doesn't have to be Asian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of has to be Asian. Oh, we it ask, has to be Asian? Asian food. Oh, man. Besides uh, boba. <laughs> yes, besides boba. Um, well, my favorite dish is uh, shui zhu yu. Yeah. yeah. What's that? Spicy. What's shui zhu yu? It's like, uh, it's, I guess it tran- directly translates into water boiled fish. But it's um, that doesn't sound very appetizing. I know I, the look on your Describe face. Describe some like, more. Mm. What kind of <laughs> spices go into this water boil? And that's thingy? the key. Yeah, oh, yeah. All it's right. like let's go. I don't actually know if I know how to make it really well, but basically it's like um, kind of like a white fish, tilapia, kind of breaded in um, egg white, so it's really soft. And then you um, cook this oil or cook the oil in like um, sichuan pepper and um, hot chilies for a while. Hold on, and hold then... on, hold on. You cook the oil. Like a, you cook the... the oil first before you put. Before yes. the fish dives in there, like you, you heat up the you heat up the oil so that like with the spices and everything, it becomes like really oh, flavorful. That's, uh, is that a Chinese technique? It's a Sichuan technique. Oh, all yeah. right, all right. I'm getting a so education tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then um, I think like you cook or. I think like maybe you fry the fish a little bit, and then you in another pot you boil all of these vegetables. In water, and then um, after like the fish has cooked for a little bit, you dump like the vegetables in the water together. And how then... do you? How long do you? How long do you uh, cook the oil? I'm not sure. We should really ask the guy at Sutan Gourmet. Yeah, because <laughs> they do it really well. They do. It's really good. Okay. <laughs> You've okay. been there to eat, right? No, because it's oh. hot. Really? Because I'll start food? sweating. I, I don't. I have a bald head, so <laughs> when I start sweating, it just falls directly on my face. We'll buy you a bandana. We'll give you a bandana. So or I we'll bring, bring a, a towel. We'll Whenever bring, yeah. I, I eat at this place, I bring a towel because I, I. It's like a psychological warfare. I know it's gonna be hot, so I need to be ready when my. We have to go yeah. to that restaurant at least once a week. That's, put, that's how often we go. <laughs> no, we go a lot. Um. Yeah, it's so good. I know. I'm like, I don't get to go to China this year, so this is the next best thing. Yeah. Like, okay, the areas of China where I go, because there's a lot of really great authentic um, Chinese food in and around Cleveland, mm-hmm. but that's the only place with the Sichuan food, so that's yeah. really authentic. So. Where Where would you say is like the other like um, more authentic Chinese food? Okay, Asian food. <laughs> yes, Asian food. Well, I love that's... this Cambodian place. Where? Um, it's, uh, I think in Lakewood, it's called, um, is it like, La Cuisine du Cambodge. Oh, it's so good. 
I think I've... What street is this? I think I've driven past that. Oh, it's really... Um, Detroit? Yeah, Detroit. Hmm. Before 117th or after? Uh, I'm not sure. It's after? Hmm. It sounds almost like it has a French name. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, but huh. I don't. I don't know why. I'm like maybe, maybe it was maybe Cambodia was colonized for a little bit by the French. Oh perhaps. yeah, yeah, yes, they oh, are. Really? They yeah. were. Yeah. Yeah, ah. that's what I thought. Yeah, okay. before uh, we start. Um, well, it's beside Vietnam, so that little area there was colonized by the French. Yeah, but back to answer your question about really traditional food. Um, mm-hmm. There is a place in. Either Tremont or Ohio City. It's called Ginkgo, and it's a sushi place. Oh. It's downstairs underneath Dante's, uh-huh. and they have the best sushi. They're kind of pricey, but it's totally worth it. They have real wasabi, not the not the powder horseradish. Uh-huh. or the I don't want to call it fake wasabi because it's technically still wasabi. But they have the real wasabi where you grind it from the root, and it's really, really good. Ooh, that sounds and so good. And the sushi is so fresh there. So What's that's the name again? Ginkgo, like the plant. It also Ginko. means bank. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I learned They're that. Being, you know, but actually, like, um, so I learned this by talking to Dante, but um, uh, I think, like, Dante and Ginkgo are in a bank. Like, it used that's to, the true. building used to be a bank. Yeah. So maybe that's where, where the name came from. You're right, because the, the chef that works there told me, and I just completely was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm here for the sushi. <laughs> a fun fact. And they have, like, Dragon Ball Z. I'm here play. for your sushi, yeah. not for your stories. Well, I, yeah, I mean, it was fun, but, I mean, the sushi's really good. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Alex. There's, like, so many great places around Cleveland. Can I know. You... Not, I, yeah. I'm really hungry, and now... <laughs> India, India Delight is another one oh, on the Superior west side. Oh, Superior Fuzz. Superior Fuzz. Um, they're actually well, on we can... the Presto app as really? well. So I can send oh, you are a they? lunch How if many, I wanted uh, to. How many restaurants up do you have? Oh, just them for now. Okay. And it, it's an exclusive. We can give you but... a list of other foes. <laughs> yeah, there's foes. There's foes. Row. Foes. Yeah. We got oh. one in Asia Town <laughs> Center. We got Min An. We got uh, the other one behind them. Number Saigon Grill. Saigon Grill. Number one pho. Wow. Number one. That's a N- lot. Ninku. 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 That's an ATC. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's right. You mentioned it. Yes. Interesting. Um, and of course, like, uh, Miga is great Korean food. I don't know if it's authentic, but I love it. So. It is. It I've is. never been it's, to Korea. So. Huh. Wait, where is that one? Is that like Miga. It's in on the, s- the second floor? Yeah. yeah. The... Asian Town Center. Oh, yeah. That, that place is really good. It and is. there's a House of Korea on the same street, not uh-huh. an ATC in that corner. Yeah, corner Caddy of Corner. It, I think it's also East 38th. It's just... 38th and... It's on the west corner instead yes. of the east corner. Yes. So. Yeah. This conversation is making me really hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta go home and make dinner. I like to cook. So. I, might go, I might go to Ninku. <laughs> yeah. What, oh, and last, you keep talking about Wanta Gourmet. I haven't been there since it reopened. Really? Is it is it really good? It's really good. Lynn, it's better. Lynn's I mean, over there. She's like, that's my favorite. <laughs> She's just kind of, I gotta go check it out. I haven't Do you know the history so. of that? I've been going there since 1990. I used to live what? around the corner. Yeah, she li- <laughs> used to live around the corner, but it, the owners <laughs> changed. So before it Quite used to times. look very seedy. When you go in, it's very dark. It. It's like anytime a kung fu fight, we're gonna break in. <laughs> and, you know? Yeah, they had all like Why Cantonese hasn't Johnny movies. made a movie there. Yet? I, know, I don't know. It would have been perfect because it, it it's like out of like a 70s kung fu film. It's like, yeah. you know, any fight that's going to break at the time here while I'm eating. And the menus are like taped on the wall. In like, the wall. like traditionally in like China or any Asian country. Yes, like, and the there were times the when yeah. I've uh, pointed to just a sign and yeah. I didn't know what was coming. You're like, I want that. <laughs> oh, I want that. Like with conviction. As if I was, you know. 
And of course, we can't forget about like Liwa has been here for. Oh yeah, I go yeah. there for Ever. dim sum all the time. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, really great so dim good. sum. So yeah. don't yeah. go after eleven. Why? There's a lot of people. Uh-huh. <laughs> I come in at ten thirty there, and by eleven thirty, I'm done. I leave, and people start rushing in Saturday <laughs> and uh, Friday and Sunday. Emperor's Palace is pretty good too. Yeah, yes. That one too. Oh, yeah. their pineapple buns are oh, so good. That's new, huh? Pineapple buns. Like, no, they've had them before. I never had it. Yeah. <laughs> that's. I feel like that's like my favorite thing there. Really? Yeah, because they have like real pineapple in it. Mm. So good. I split one with Lisa, but it was after breakfast, so I don't really remember it too well. I'll mm-hmm. order it as the first thing next I time. I hope from so. this discussion we're, you know, exciting our listeners to try out this yes. restaurant. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And use Presto at Superior Pho. Yes. Superior Pho, Absolutely. yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And as you're listening to this uh, broadcast, I hope you guys are and gals are downloading this app into your phones. <laughs> so when do you, uh, you mentioned this earlier, so you think like maybe early next year the Android version of this app will be ready? Yeah. Awesome. Um. Yeah, I feel like um, my programmer and his team works really fast. So as soon as kind of like we nice. um, kind of hunker down the fun- funding for it, they're just going to go. And yeah, my do DJ it full gig speed. in Cleveland Asian Festival relies on that app. It's very critical. Yes. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's always late. <laughs> yes, I know. We'll save you so many friendships. Yes. yes. <laughs> because they're all coming to me. <laughs> I'm the one that's like, Alex, where are you? <laughs> She'll have all this food and coffee at her. Well, not just me, because like. But wait. at least she'll be happy. It'll be happy waiting for me. Hey, Alex, yeah. why are you so early? Yeah, you should be like, a bit more late. Like, yes. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne's there too. Don't forget. Oh my God, Wayne is a big eater. That's dangerous. And too, he loves food. So yeah. he's, like, he's a foodie. He's like a real foodie. I'll so. get yeah. there before Wayne gets there. <laughs> so he. So what? So you'll have last to last one there us. has to presto us <laughs> everything. Yeah. Oh my God. Jeez, oh man. <laughs> Thing is, though, I would probably lose a lot of money there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, keep yeah. being late, Alex. You'll help her out quite a bit. <laughs> All right, so ladies and gentlemen, we're nearing the top of our hour. Uh, DJ Lexicon, do you have any more questions for Anne? Um, that should be it. I'm just surprised that our ghost host really is a ghost host today. I know, he kind of <laughs> flitted off somewhere in his studio. So. Yes. And just remember, ladies and gentlemen, this app was just launched in the middle of July, so let's help out a local entrepreneur who started up all by herself and download the app and uh, be late to some events <laughs> not too late but just late enough where you have to buy a little gift for someone so. we are continuing to give away two free uh, a pair of tickets every show but um dj alexica and myself has to be there in the studio and i will let you know if i am live or not so please yes. don't always call the studio during uh this <laughs> hour we will i will let you know if i'm live or not and these tickets are for the museum of natural history traveling the silk road exhibit correct oh, thank cool. you ladies and gentlemen oh i i just thought i, I wanted a ticket oh, <laughs> oh, we'll hook you up <laughs> Yeah. Hook her oh, up. Yeah. Awesome. Can we? As, they're Johnny's tickets. I, I'm not going to give them away without asking. Yeah, we can hook her up. Well, anyway, up ladies. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in this week. We'll catch you next week on Asia Town Voice. Bye. <laughs>